It's Monday. Happy Black History Month. So, of course, I got a little black history moment for you. We're going to talk about love. Of course, our weekend recap. So, let's get the show started. Hardworking! The star of the show! Hardworking! The star of the show! Mr. Happy Monday, happy Black History Month, happy African American Negro Month, and welcome to another episode of My DMV Social Life. I'm your host, Nate, of course, and I hope that you are doing something positive this Black Month, this Negro Month. And I don't want you to do the same thing you did in January. That's that We off that. And you can't do what you're doing in March. So this African American month, I want it to be your level up. I want you to be leveled up this month because of what our ancestors have done for us. What our civil rights leader have brought us through. And what our innovative thinkers are doing for us in the future. I want you to level up this month. You hear me? In March, you better not be the same Negro you was on Black History Month because we already told you what they, they, we done had some great people. I'm going to bring y'all some stories about some great people that has done great strides for us, have made great strides for us, and you think that you're going to leave this month not being a person that I could talk about next year on National Negro Month? Bruh? No, we're not doing that. So, I want y'all to level up. I want you to walk around with your chest puffed out. Your head up in the air. And I want you to be proud to be a Negro. I'm a Negro! And I'm proud to be a Negro. So I'm going to make sure that I bring y'all fun facts because I want y'all to be so hyped this month about being a Negro that when March come, that you so hyped about being a Negro that you're going to be a Negro in March. Okay, now I'm off that. Pat that spill. I'm off that. Whew. Also, we celebrate love in the month of February. How many people are in love? If you in love, raise your hand. Now put your hand back down because we don't care. But we're going to celebrate you on this month. I actually have a couple that I want to talk to. Talk about their relationship. I want Maybe you need help in your relationship, you know? Now look, a relationship is between two consenting people that are single both of you were single at the time y'all got together and now y'all in a relationship i mean he could have been you could have been a side boo but now you're in a relationship a relationship is not you dating somebody else's husband or wife that's not a relationship you dating somebody that's already dating somebody that's a tragedy okay so and then the thing about that is, because we're talking about Valentine's Day. 
right? Valentine's Day is on the 14th. But if you dating somebody that already have a Valentine, you can't celebrate or get your gifts to the 15th or the 16th when the candy on sale. You know, when I'm in the store buying candy for my own Valentine, which is myself, you know, because I'm not buying it when it's all expensive. You know, I love myself, but I can wait one day and get the cheap candy. You know, as I sit in my bed crying because I ain't got nobody. But no, I ain't got nobody because I don't want nobody. Because I ain't finna be running out here buying no teddy bears or no balloon for you to feel special when you ain't did nothing. Oh, okay. I got to get off that. Ooh, this is oh, this is a real sore subject for me this month. <laughs> but we're going to talk about love. Um, of course, I'm going to try to bring us fun history facts within the DMV. I actually found a good one for us today. It seems like it just harnessed the very essence of why I love this place so much. Um, and it's basically just talking about African-Americans in the D.C. area. African-Americans have been a significant part of Washington, D.C.'s civic life and identity since the city was first declared the new national capital in 1791. African Americans were 25% of the population in in 18 in the 1800s, yet the majority of them were still enslaved. By 1830, most were free, yet slavery still remained. So African Americans of course resisted slavery and injustice by organizing churches, private schools, aid societies, and businesses. And by amassing amassing this wealth and property, they was able to demand abolition. On April 16th of 1862, Congress then passed the District of Columbia Emancipation Act making Washingtonians the first freed in the nation. Nine months before President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation in January of 1863. By 1975, African Americans were politically and culturally leading the city with more than 70% of the population. The black arts, black power, women's and statehood movements flowered here. Of course, Marion Barry, who succeeded um, Washington as mayor, began his public life here as a leader of local justice movements. There were independent thinking tanks, schools, bookstores, go-go, which is DC's home version of the funk, as well as jazz, blues, salsa, resonating throughout the city, clubs, parks, recreational centers, and private car radios. With the uniting of political activism and creativity of African Americans, they transformed transform D.C. into a city again. Whew, that was a lot to read for my country, but... Lord have mercy, y'all heard all my country accent, my country twain's coming out. But that was our fun 
fact about our black city called D.C. I call D.C. the Mecca um, because I love to see black folk. And it's weird because when I see white people or Caucasian people um, in the city, I'd be like, what? Where are these? where are these Caucasian people coming from? I'd be forgetting that D.C. is just not for the blacks. Um, but it's for everybody. But it's it's weird that when I do see a group of African Americans, I'm literally shocked. Um, like, where did they come from? Why are they here? Yeah, however. But let me tell y'all about my weekend, bruh. I had a really great weekend. Um, I did have to go work Sunday, Saturday. I worked Saturday. Um, in Virginia Beach, but my friend Clifton Ross through his birthday was last Thursday, I believe. I can't remember, but I think it was Thursday. Shout out to Clifton Ross. Happy birthday again, bro. Um, I mean, this boy threw an amazing party at City Winery in D.C., um, my girlfriend Terry, that link up was amazing. I haven't seen her since I moved to the city. Uh, we've been knowing each other for a long time. Um, and so when we linked up, it was just crazy, bruh. Um, and it was, it was, it was packed. This, this boy brought the city out and it was invitation only. And it was, I mean, you could bring on your invitation, on your invite, you could bring one guest, um, but he brought the city out. I mean, and he had celebrities there. Um, DJ Trife, oh my God. DJ Trife was the DJ for the event. And this boy, I mean, it was literally a religious experience. I've never been or heard DJ Trife um, set before, and I've always seen people post because I'm, I'm a big follower of him. I'm a big fan of DJ Trife because y'all know I got a small crush on him, um, but I'm a big fan of DJ Trife, and I had, but I had never been, so I've seen people, you know, post about, you know, an event he DJed at. And how good the event was or, you know, praising him for his skill set. So I've never experienced it for myself um, in its entirety. Um, I do follow him on SoundCloud. So I listen to a lot of the mixtapes that he put out. Um, but other than that, I don't, I had never been to an event that he DJed, but bruh. I'm definitely a I'm definitely a fan, and he he took us higher. I mean, I felt like it was a religious religious experience, and y'all know I'm old. I got these old knees, these old bones. They kind of shaky, you know. And but I literally danced all night. I mean, probably because I had been drinking too, and that had a lot to do with it. Um, but I did. I, I I I was drinking. I wasn't shady, you know. I spoke to people that spoke to me. I guess that's still shady. And then I mean, I even saw people that sometimes I question, how how are you a part of this circle? 
Well, nevertheless, you know, all are welcome. Um, but it was a really amazing event. Um, then I went, I came home for the Super Bowl. I was invited to a couple of Super Bowl parties. Um, I had to take me a nap when I first came home. But I chose to go to a Super Bowl party at the MGM. So the MGM is close to my house. And um, I have this thing. It's weird when I have nothing to do or I haven't planned anything to do. I will always go to the MGM. There's a bar in the MGM that I like. I can't ever. I got to get the name of it um, when I go. And then I, I don't know why I like to play some slot machines um, just for a few seconds. You know, I guess because I'd be drunk. I don't really go and spend a whole lot of money when I go to the MGM. Um, but I was by myself. I was. I didn't have anyone to hang out with today. I didn't call for anyone to hang out with because I enjoy hanging out by myself. I, I can make myself laugh. I'll sit there and talk to myself. I don't care if y'all thought I was crazy. But I'll sit there and talk to myself. I'll sit there and think of ideas for my show, um, what I would like to talk about on my show. Um, and, but one of the things that I observed um, while I sat there was y'all not choosing y'all friends wisely. Like for me, I I can't drink or I can drink, but I can't get drunk with people that I don't trust as my friends because your friends should take care of you. Like your friend, like if I was drunk, I wouldn't want my friends to let me drive home. I don't care how much I tell you, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm good, I'm good. That's what we say when we drunk. When you drunk, you good. You hear me? You think you can do every, you can do everything. I, I'm good. And then you get in that car and you only have to drive two minutes away. That two minutes feel like 22 minutes because you got to concentrate. You got to put your mind, you got your gospel music playing now. Ain't that something? That's how we do. You got your gospel music playing. Lord, deliver me. Cause all I seem to do is hurt me. Oh, you got your gospel music playing because you don't want the police to pull up on your drunk butt and ask you for your license and registration and you smelling like a full bottle of ENJ. You see what I'm saying? So y'all y'all got to choose y'all friends better. I can't I'm telling you I she, I mean, this girl was towed up and wandering around the casino. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, where, where, where is her friends? Then went as far as and was vomiting, vomiting on the floor. Because she didn't have no friends. She didn't have nobody to hold her hair. And I wasn't vested enough. I'm sorry. You know, she was she was extremely a beautiful girl. She had on a really cute dress. I don't know if she wandered away from the fold. Maybe her friends were. But still, if y'all knew that Igba was that toe up, y'all should have been holding Igba hand or put a rope around her or something. You know, got her through the place. You know, you want to be one place, 
have her on a leash or something. I don't know, but don't don't leave Ifpa by herself. And the security then, Lord, and I know it was a big deal. I don't even know what happens. I don't know if that's called intoxicated in public. I don't think so. I think he had to be out there. I don't know how that rule applied. But I just felt so bad for her because, you know, I mean, I guess I didn't feel bad enough because I didn't get off the slot machine to go help her out. But, you know, she wasn't my friend. I'm just saying. My friends, you know, y'all, my friends, I choose my friends carefully. You know, my I I choose my friends by, if we ain't already been friends and we are becoming friends now, it depends. It depends on if I choose you or you choose me. Now, if I choose you, it's for a reason because you either have something about you that I like or I just I love your energy and I want you to be in my space forever. However, if you choose me, then in order for me to accept you into the fall, it have to be some benefit to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I'm almost 200 years old now. And, you know, I, I have to, I, I do things, I'm preparing for my future. You see what I'm saying? Like when I go to the club, I don't just go to the club with any old helper. You know, I'm going to a club with somebody in the nursing field, somebody in the medical field, you know, a, a, a seasoned CP, CNA. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that when I get in the club and they see me dip it low and I bring that thing back up slow, but if they look at me, they'll know that if that, if I'm bringing it up too slow, bitch, it's time to go. Because they know I done knocked something out of place. They know a screw or something done fell out my knee. You see what I'm saying? So I I, I friend with benefits. I befriend with benefits. You hear me? I got, you know, you send me a friend request. I'm looking through your, your messages to see what can this person do for me? I told y'all I'm almost 100 years old. So I'm looking for singers for my funeral. You know, I'm befriending people because I want you to sing at my funeral. You know, because I'm trying to think of what what can you do for me? Can you fix this ceiling fan for me if it break? If my TV was to break, can I count on you to go pick it up and put it in the shop for me? That's the kind of stuff. I'm not looking for no friends that's going to ask me for the money. I'm looking at how you live in your life. Look, I'm going through your stuff. Oh, shoot. Nope, well, nope, they got kids. I'm out. Mm-mm, don't want no friends with that because then I don't want nobody to talk about, can you babysit? Because Nate don't love babies. I'm sorry. I, me and kids, we just don't work. I'll buy your kids everything they want. You hear me? I give them everything in this here world, but I, I can't babysit them. You know, because it's gonna it's gonna turn violent. It's gonna be deadly. So mm -mm, I don't want no friends with kids. And then I got to see who your husband is or who your wife is. Then I got to go and see how crazy they are, what their mama looked like, what their mama had. You know, what issues they 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 relatives got. All of that stuff because then I don't want nobody. I got to be at the hospital with every two days. Or y'all calling me because y'all fighting all the time. Mm -mm. 
I, I say I'm friending with benefits. You hear me? It's got to be some sort of intent, some sort of purpose behind us being friends now, because I, I'm te- I'm too old. I can't do I can't do a lot of stuff no more. I can't do drama. I can't I can't go to everybody cookout and then have food poisoning. I'm out of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to live a healthy life. I do like to socialize, but I mean, all kind of company ain't good company. So I'm not trying to do everything. So y'all got to y'all got to get this friendship thing. I mean, y'all got to get this down pat. You know, y'all got Iqba out here vomiting and on the flow at the MGM on a good flow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not. I don't. I want y'all to do better when it comes to friendships. You know. Don't 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 have your friends out here doing wrong, looking wrong, sounding wrong. Mm-mm. I need some friends that's gonna hold you accountable for all of the things that you've done. So that was my Sunday. Then after I got after I left the MGM, I came home chilled because and I cooked I cooked a steak on Sunday. Uh, I wanted a steak. And I knew I didn't want to go anywhere to eat. Like, I didn't want to go to no one's house to eat. But then I was looking at a lot of you. I was kind of jealous of a lot of your Super Bowl parties. I was like, oh, these Negroes ain't invite me. Speaking of the Super Bowl, man, we got to give it up for the Kansas City Chiefs. They beat the 49ers 31-20 to for their first Super Bowl in 50 years so big ups to the kansas city chiefs um i even saw a highlight because i don't really watch sports i can't watch it's like reality tv i can't watch sports like i can't watch an entire game because it does something to my anxiety i don't know why i mean i'd be so wired i'd be wanting to punch somebody in the face i'd be you know i start all my cursing and my binge drinking and i start doing my little smoking I, it's crazy because i get i go i get crazy you know i need to be placed in a home after i watch something like this so to alleviate my anxiety and the issues or the side effects of my anxiety i just watch sports highlights now i like to typically watch uh, major championship games but I do it in intervals. I don't watch the full game. I may watch the first quarter, and I may watch the fourth quarter, or I may just watch the fourth quarter, um, or I just watch a few minutes of a quarter. But I typically like to do highlights. And but I'm a my highlights are still intense because I do like play by play highlights. It's crazy. Um, so I was watching some highlights and I think they scored 21 points straight in the fourth quarter, 21 points. They must've been tired as hell because the fourth quarter, I mean, 21 points straight. Oh, the 49ers, well, they made it to the Super Bowl. My team didn't shout out the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm still hoping for. Uh, Super Bowl soon. I'm telling you, when we do get a Super Bowl, I'm going crazy. Um, so, but shout out to the Kansas City um, Chiefs on their win at the Super Bowl. Uh, their first win, as I stated in 
over 50 years. That's amazing. Y'all don't take that long to be winners. You know, I know that the NBA is more political setting and, you know, people think that they, you know, they have their own conspiracy theories when it comes to the Super Bowl and, you know, who will win, who they want to win, whatever, whatever. But in life, I don't want y'all to wait 50 years to be a winner. I want you to win now. So I want you to start winning now. As of today, Black History Month, Negro Month, African American Negro Month, Black History I want you guys to be winners. You hear me? And you know how you can start by winning? It's by listening to my podcast. Not just listening to my podcast, but sharing my podcast. Share my podcast with your friends. You know, I I had got in trouble this weekend. I'm going to tell you this. I got in trouble this weekend because of my last podcast because... You know, I guess y'all like telling my mama on me because y'all hear me curse. So y'all be like, ooh, that nigga curse. I'm going to tell his mama. And then she come in and she do her thing. But it wasn't even my mama this time because I don't think she heard it yet. But some of my friends was calling me. And especially my girlfriend, Scotia. Shout out to my girlfriend, Scotia. I consider my, my girlfriend, Scotia, my chief of staff. Because she keeps me in line. You ever seen somebody that motivates you and chastise you at the same time? I mean, they will push you to be great, but they're telling you, now look, don't do that. Be great. Stop that. Uh, that's my girlfriend, Scotia, in my life. I call her my chief of staff. Um, I appreciate her and my, my niece, Bree, for coming up last week, having brunch with me. Uh, for my birthday they even went to church with me we had a really good time so i appreciate scotia for listening but listen i appreciate everyone for listening uh, one of my other biggest fans my girlfriend shantina i appreciate y'all for listening my best friend of course i appreciate everybody for listening um i told y'all when i go and look at the stats spotify y'all are listening and i appreciate it I appreciate all of my listeners. I'm looking to enhance the show. I want the show to be greater. I want the show to be better. Um, I'm working on my transitions in the show. Um, So continue to listen. I appreciate it. Until next time, thank you for listening to My DMV Social Life, where the single elite come to socialize.